live here, and it's a, it's not Wednesday. It's a Saturday morning, and I'm, my name is Jason Robbins. I am the very disheveled Jake Craig, and would you like <laughs> to uh, introduce our guest today, Jason? Yes, sir. Uh, this is a guy I met a few years ago at Pensacon, actually, right outside um, the in the hallway where we were doing our Nerd Cave Retro uh, panel. Was it uh, was it 2019 that we met? Something like that. 20... Um, we kept running. We basically just kept running into each other in the hallway. Yeah, and we just started talking and and became friends, and we've been friends ever since. Um, this is Mike Evelyn. Uh, is it, do I'm, am I pronouncing that correctly, Evelyn? You were one of the few who have actually pronounced my last name correctly, so congratulations. Awesome. So Mike Evelyn from actually, I found out I was. We've been pronouncing the coffee coffee company that sponsors us wrong this whole time because i'm an idiot <laughs> it's brezcoffeeco.com not brez and uh so I, I thought brez was maybe like you know uh, uh like maybe a shout out to like a pet or something <laughs> like an amalgamation of two yeah. names something yeah. like that no we're just way nerdier now brez battlefield resurrection from from gaming <laughs> so now that i know that we're going to go back and re-record all the commercials for uh this show and nerd cave retro so we can get it correct, because I feel bad now we've been pronouncing it wrong. Because I should have known that, like we were talking about before the show, that's actually from uh, early, uh, uh, what kind of game, what games was it from? Uh, I heard Warcraft. it, yeah, I heard it from World of Warcraft, basically, basically chat window speak. <laughs> ah, okay, yeah. Cause before you were really talking to the people, because, you know, technology wasn't there, so it was all yeah. shorthand key commands. So now that I know that, because I should have known that, but I didn't play any of the original Warcraft um, RTSs. I didn't get into Warcraft until World of Warcraft in 2005, I think I started playing, late 2005, early 2006. And then um, I, I actually got into uh, Diablo 2 in around 98, and um, that was uh, my first foray into Blizzard gaming. But uh, But let's talk a little bit about how... You know, we met and what exactly you were doing at, uh, you were kind of like a bodyguard, not a bodyguard, but like you were, <laughs> you were like, uh, I don't know. You were like keeping people from doing stupid stuff. I guess <laughs> that is the, the definition of it and tech support. <laughs> that is what I usually do at Pensacon is, um, I I'm on the, the sound team. So the sound team, but so AV team. So I, I set up everyone's audio and make sure that no one messes it up throughout the day. Yeah, because we always seem to have weird audio issues every time we do something at, at Pensacon. We always need like 20 people to come. Because before you came along, it was like we had to rush around trying to find somebody that had cables for this and who could find somebody that had cables for that. You'd think we'd have been more prepared, but we never are, ever. That's all right, because then they got me there, and now I just have all those cables in the back. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So do you get paid good for that, or is that a strictly a volunteer uh, position? Yeah, paid might be a strong term. I, I <laughs> No, it's, it's volunteer. Paid. I'm a volunteer if it's fun. That's awesome, man. Uh, you know I'm very committed to this coffee, because usually when I'm up before 12 p.m. is to commit a murder and go back to sleep. So <laughs> I'm very committed to the Brez Coffee uh, company. I, I did want to know, though, because, um, or I should say B-Rez now. I'm still calling, I'm yeah, going to call it Brez. It's going to take us a while to to redo that. <laughs> I'm going to call it that for the rest of my life. I just want you to know that. Um, I was curious, though, why uh, you guys decided to use content creators as a part of your business plan it's kind of all right it's going to come off as kind of um kind of what's the word i'm looking for snarky but um <laughs> there there's a guy who does this and he he was doing it very badly and we complained about him and complained about him and complained about him and finally i just got tired i was like you know if we're gonna keep i don't want to curse i want to keep keep complaining about this it's time to stand up and do it ourselves so yeah. I like to say borrowed the concept, but um, really it was, I'm tired of complaining about how this guy does this wrong. We should try it and do it right. Yeah. And I like how you started the business too, because this was right around the time that uh, we got our Biden checks <laughs> from, <laughs> from the from the government. You were like, hey, me and a buddy of mine are going to get some uh, coffee 
uh, some coffee making equipment and start a business. Uh, would you be interested in promoting it? I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, this um, this we were we were founded by by Biden. We'll, we'll say that we're, we're founded thanks. by Biden. He, hashtag, he purchased our initial equipment. Hashtag thanks Biden. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I like that story. That's a, that that's going to be a great story. Whenever you guys are millionaires, if only yes, please buy some coffee. But uh, but yeah, not only should you guys go check out brezcoffeeco.com, if you use our code ompodcast.com tell everybody about the different roasts you have because you have like I actually have it brought up here Let, let's go through them a little bit okay so starting off uh, your regular coffee you have uh four di- well actually three different roasts here and um did you guys didn't you guys have people actually uh do like contests where people can name the coffees there was a couple um necromancer which is um is the the medium blend yeah that was um that was a contest winning name by by a friend of ours named travis um goes by terror squirrel on on twitch and, and um twitter he 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 picked that one and he got some free coffee for doing it <laughs> um and a lot of the other ones are just basically us putting our heads together and trying to find dirty things to call it um yeah I there like is a holy grail light that's uh <laughs> yeah, holy grail light um there is a um, I cast Fireball, which is an homage to our old D&D group, because we have a, a mage that would literally just, I guess, <laughs> like, just get us in trouble by casting Fireball over and over again. Yeah. So that was that was an homage to, to her. Um, yeah, I, I'd like to say there's a formula, but honestly, it's just, you know, what kind of geeky name can we come up with this? Well, you got stream, um, streamer roasts, too. Those are, are those uh, a little bit more caffeinated than the other ones? Uh, the the stamina boost, which was the one that I personally was like, we're doing this because I I need extra caffeine. Um, mm-hmm. That one is an extra; it has an extra caffeine boost. So if you're looking for more punch, that's that's the one you should go with is stamina boost. It's um it's an Arabic blend instead of a Colombian. Okay, because that's actually the one I was going to try next. I've been uh I've been stuck on the Necro Medium uh, since the beginning, and uh, that's the one I've been getting all the time. But uh, that I've gotten since the beginning. That's my favorite one, but I still want to get some stamina boost. I think that's the next one that I'm going to do get. it. That's my favorite. That's what I'm drinking right now. Yeah. Cause I need the, old, it's the, the older I get, the more caffeine it takes to actually keep me moving. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, you do have a sample pack too. So let everybody know about that too. Okay. So what, what we have, right. So we have the set flavors that you can go ahead and get a big bag of and everything. Mm-hmm. Then we have our flavors that we're trying out. And the ones where we're trying out, you can do a buy one get one um, sampler pack, like like Jason said. Um, they're they're four ounce bag, yeah, they're four ounce bags, and you can pick, you know, it's buy one get one free. And basically, trying out new stuff. So anytime we have a new flavor, it's going to go into as a sampler. Awesome, and you got some new uh, uh, holiday flavors too. Tell them about. We those. did, we did, we did, we did. Um, have to jump on the pumpkin spice trend, you know. Yeah, that, I think that's the one. I I don't know. I'm I'm torn between trying the pumpkin uh, spice, the fall spice, or the sweet tooth. That sweet tooth looks good. See, for me, and I I'm a I haven't tried either yet. And but I am not a pumpkin spice guy. Um, sweet I'm, tooth is going to be the next one I do because I've got a. See, that's the thing about the the pumpkin spice coffees. Like I like them occasionally, but it's not something I could drink. Like I think if I got a whole bag of it, I might actually get tired of it. <laughs> pretty quick because you know pumpkin spice is like it's something that i only like to have occasionally but that sweet tooth like i i have a sweet tooth so that would be something i'm gonna drink a lot yeah i like the you know um very sweet creamers (laughs) Mm, yeah uh what's your personal oh Uh, i was gonna say what's your personal favorite uh flavor that you make stamina boost um and then if I had to pick a flavor, um, I, I'm I'm a simpler kind of guy. I like mocha. I like mocha blends. What about you, Jacob? What you like? Um, I really like the iCast Fireball because um, you can just kind of supplement it with some real uh, real Fireball, and no one will know. <laughs> and then you don't feel bad about uh, being a piece of shit at eight in the morning. <laughs> so. You know, the name was an homage to our D D game, but the flavor actually came from my wife. That was her, that was her creation well, altogether. God bless your wife. Cause that's what I'm doing right now. Fellas. 
Yeah, and, uh, Cubby Blue for Life is in the chat room joining us. Thank you for joining us and uh, talking about the sweet tooth. Uh, what is the Walla Walla Bing Bang? What is that one? That is a, we couldn't come up with a, a different name. And that one was actually thrown out as a joke. And everyone was like, yeah, let's do it. Um, it <laughs> Every, I see, me, I see you know, that and, get... and instantly I have that, uh, the chipmunk song in my head because of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was surprising all around. I personally did not think that that flavor was going to be that, you know, that popular, but everyone loves coconut, apparently. And I love coconut. I, I, like I coconut fully admit flavor, I'm but... in the minority, apparently, because, you know, the number of that we sold, I was like, geez, I guess people like coconut. Yeah. 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 I mean, that would be perfect for me because I really like coconut flavor, but the grit of eating like coconut pieces on a piece of cake makes me want to murder. So, you know, I used to be the same way when I was a kid, like if coconut cake was around, I'm like, I'm not eating it. I hated coconut until one time I actually ate real coconut, just like, you know, pieces of coconut. And I was like, this actually tastes pretty good. And then maniac just cracks open a coconut and goes to town. My dad got a coconut once when I was a kid and just cracked it open and we started eating it and I really liked it. And then when I was a teenager, Actually, it was like, you know what? I'm going to try a piece of uh, coconut cake. And I fell in love with it. And coconut cake's one of my favorite cakes to this day. So I love coconut. Oh, yeah. You've got to grow up in your taste. I mean, if, if it was still like I was eight years old, I'd want nothing but chicken nuggets and hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I still well, want that now. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I, I don't see a problem with that. Yeah. That's how I am. Um, you do a lot of uh, streaming, too. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I, I am a charity streamer, so um, I stream for um, mainly for a charity called Extra Life, mm-hmm. which um, benefits local Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Um, in my case, it'd be the Suter Family Hospital here in Pensacola, um, Sacred Heart. Um, I also am a part of a group called Good for Gaming that we do charity streams as well, and that one rotates. So we do a different one every quarter. This quarter, we're still we're wrapping up Trevor Project, and then we have a. Um, Suicide prevention stream actually coming up next weekend on um, Good for Gaming or um, raise money for suicide prevention. See, I need to talk to you offline about that because I don't know how to get into doing the charity streams, and I want to do that type of stuff. So I, I oh, need to... I will, I will, I will flood you with links for extra life. I am a big okay. advocate for extra life because I know you've been doing that for a while, and you not only do like gaming, but you do stuff that's like crazy stuff to to raise money so, <laughs> so jester me mike uh i'm not what you'd call a popular streamer so i make my extra life money by doing uh, something i started a little back called um hashtag let's torture mike um so i, I <laughs> i'm into it uh, you know i take donations to sing songs on um facebook live i take donations to crack eggs over my head um i've got a lovely assortment of um, vomit and dirt and ranch flavored sodas from <laughs> to, to make you know you can make me drink ranch flavored soda that sounds oh, ranch, awful it's ranch and butter and dirt and Ugh. yeah oh i got something you need to drink have you heard of uh oh man i'm not gonna remember the name of it it's a drink that it it's like a supposed to be like really good for you but they strain it through uh bird nests kombucha it's not kombucha it's something like that but it's not quite that now i'm gonna have to let me i mean you kind of lost me at good for you but um it's supposed to be good for you like very nutritious but they strain it through bird's nests this is not a body that nutritious built (laughs) (laughs) through bird's Uh, nest let me look this up i feel like you're Um, making this up through bird's nests uh, Jamie, can I know, but then again, there's coffee you can get that got pooped out. So you know, I mean, I, I see it here on Google, but it's not giving me the name. See, this is this is why I like podcasting with someone who's over forty because this is just half of it. It's like, what was that thing that I was trying to think about? Actually, it well, says it's. Uh, are, are you are you are you saying there's something wrong with being over forty? It, it, I'm it, saying I'm not going to experience it. It says here, I mean, Jamie. It helps. Jay is with... basically my, my healthy counterpart. We had this conversation a while back on, on Twitter. Jay is me if I were ever in shape. <laughs> About the same age, you got the beard, the bald head, but he is in so much better shape than me. I mean, you can't tell because this is just profile, but trust me, you just have to trust me. 
Yeah, it's... Wait, hold on. I think I might have it now. What is it called? What is it called? Uh... Oh, no. It just says Bird Nest something. God damn it, Jason. <laughs> well, there's like 50 different ones here. Uh, Antioxidant and Improved Bird's Nest Collagen Plus. Come on, give me the name of the actual drink. Look, just look it up. Bird, I'll, I'll drink look it up. Drink. But I kind of feel like this is something someone just added to their drink to make it sound like it's it's you know fancier. Like no, we straightened it through a bird's nest, guys. Yeah, I think it's just called Bird's Nest because there's one here. It's one of the very first ones on Google, the image search, and uh, it's it. It's, it's called says, Golden Nest. So it's Bird's Nest with American ginseng, white fungus, and rock sugar. I mean, rock sugar has me happy. I mean, that just. Ooh, we have bird's nest beverage with rock sugar. You should try this and see what what bird's nest drink is like. Because <laughs> you yeah, know there's bird, the you know there's bird poo in there. You know there is. Well, that's oh, what yeah. makes it good for you, isn't it? Maybe I think so. <laughs> I I found it's there's a drink that you can buy called Golden Nest. That is this. It's chained through a bird's nest. Mm. I found that in three seconds, by the way. So maybe I should do all the Googling. Maybe. Who actually, when you think about it, who looked at a bird's nest? Because you know there had to be a very first person to do this. Who looked at a bird's nest and said, you know what? I'm going to strain some water through that and drink it. Um, a really good marketing executive, apparently. <laughs> all that. It was like, I can capitalize on people who live exclusively in California. Like that's that's the thought process. We should do some streaming for extra life, Jason. We should do an open micro stream. We should for extra life. Or we uh, torture each other. Um yeah. everything is all year. And matter of fact, the um I, I won't I won't remember the exact date, but in November is the actual official extra life twenty four hour stream. Yeah, I'm gonna look up oh. for right now twenty twenty. As you pointed out, I'm over forty, so I break mine up into twelve hour deals throughout the yeah. year. Yeah. Twenty four hours at this point would probably kill me. That's the thing. I've been wanting I've been wanting to do it, but I couldn't do twenty four hours straight. I think I would have to break it up in two, three hour chunks throughout and the year. And that's perfectly fine. They're not picky at all. You you don't even have to do the, the twenty four hours. It's just a gimmick kind of thing, you know. Yeah. The whole point is raising money for kids. However you want to do that, it's right. Um, we should do 24 hours over a period of time in November. Stream that uh, on uh, Facebook or something. Yeah, November 7th from 8 a.m. to... Uh, no, this is for... Wait, this is for someone else talking about Extra Life. All right, to go, I'm going to Google it. Go to Oh, here, here's the actual Extra Life. Game day. Uh, um, I can pull it up, too, because I have their site. I don't know why I'm sitting here talking in abstract. <laughs> Uh, Extra Life powered by Twitch. What day is it? It's not telling me what official day it is this year. So um, it's November 6, 2021. Okay. Yep. Saturday, November 6. November 6th. Right. I, I tend to, again, I don't do the 24-hour deal, so I don't, I, but I also tend to do it on different days than the official day because, as I pointed out, I am not what you call a popular streamer. So I, I can't handle that level of competition. <laughs> I think we can. But I do have tomorrow I'm doing my fall 12-hour. Wow. You're doing a big 12-hour block? Uh, 10 hours worth of Extra Life and two hours for the new. Okay. What do you call a YouTube podcast thing that's not really a podcast with video? Yeah, YouTube show. Yeah. yeah. YouTube yeah. Live or something, whatever. Whatever they're calling it these days. I can't ever keep up. YouTube does something different every day. Yeah, uh, I, I just say, I mean, if you have distribution, it's a podcast. If it's only on YouTube, then it's a YouTube show. There's nothing wrong with that, obviously. But Speaking of YouTube shows. As we're speaking on a YouTube show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> speaking of YouTube shows, you've got a new show that you've been working on for a while that's coming out that's, soon. That's the one I'm talking at the end of my stream. So after, after doing 10 hours worth of um, Extra Life Gaming, I decided, why not make it even harder on myself and do the premiere for <laughs> my new project, which is called The Jester's Court. Um, we're going to be defending and taking back shat on properties from fanboys and internet evil people. I want to be part of this. Yeah, um, I do too. I like doing things. I like doing things. <laughs> well, tomorrow I, I, it'll be after my extra live stream. So around 8 PM central tomorrow on my, the, on my Twitch, we'll be doing the first episode. 
So, uh, like, let's just take just one example of what you'll be uh, what you'll be defending from fanboys on the block, and I think it's going to actually end up being three separate bonus episodes because um, it's a lot to take in. But um, the new Star Wars um, trilogy. Yeah. Well. Good luck with that. <laughs> okay, we are looking for overall feel. Okay, um, it's it's very much a take apart and be honest about its flaws, and and no one's arguing it that they're not flawed. Yeah. We're talking about overall. Did it make you feel that and way? So, that Star Wars makes you feel. And what's the format for this? Are you talking like a roundtable with guests? Is it just um, you streaming? I like to bring in guests. This first episode is going to be just me talking to a camera and interacting with track. Hopefully. Okay. Okay. See, that's always risky to me because I'm afraid if I set up something like that, there's going to be no one in the chat. So I'm just going to not have a I've got a, I've got a, you know, the things I'm going to say without chat. So if it okay. happens, then, and I, for sure, I want to line up guests and everything. It's, it's, um, it's daunting doing a full, you guys know this because you do this. It's daunting doing a full-time job, trying to stream and yeah. trying to set up a pro, you know, a project like this. Yeah. It's like. So are you going to do it just as a strictly a YouTube show or are you going to do a podcast component? Uh, you know, I, I've got a Patreon sound account set up for it, and I'm definitely going to do Patreon. That's already got an exclusive uh, bloopers of me yelling at myself for screwing up the lines <laughs> over and over again for my teaser. And that was only two minutes. Um, I'm going to keep all the audio, and if it takes off, I, I yeah, I would love to do a podcast with it as well. We'll see how it goes down the line. I don't want to start paying for and uploading two different, you know, too many different things. Still. Well, if if a little advice from us, we recently moved from Libsyn to Anchor.fm, completely free upload to upload uh, nice. with no limits on your storage. So if you're out there, you're listening to this and you're interested in getting into podcasting, it's a lot cheaper now to get into it with uh, Anchor.fm because yeah. they don't charge you for storage fees anymore because basically Spotify came in and said, hey, we want to corner the market on podcasts and like here's everything you need for free and soon as that happened i told jacob I was like hey we're moving yeah. i don't like spending and money a little advice from me if you're watching this and you want to start a podcast um don't <laughs> <laughs> don't do it not worth it uh well you say that after we had one of our worst episodes ever the other night we're actually replacing that episode with this with one. this episode yeah we <laughs> can't we, we pulled that episode down so you're doing a my my bad guys here this is the real one yeah 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 <laughs> basically um so what are you doing for your because 12 hours that's a, long a lot time. of hours yeah. <laughs> i mean what what are you doing for 12 hours and how can you hold your bowels for that long Oh no no no! Again, I'm an older older guy. I do breaks. Um, okay, <laughs> I do not sit in the chair for 12 hours. I, I don't know that anyone does. Like, you got to eat and drink and take breaks. It's just yeah. Um, well, unless you have a day. trucker buddy. <laughs> Hang yeah, out. Or, right. well, you know the the, the astronaut lady who drove cross country with a diaper so she can beat up the chick. You know? Yeah, I remember that. That was awesome. <laughs> I think Jacob Being young, you might not be old enough to yeah, remember that. Jacob oh, might not guys. remember that story. This lady was an astronaut, okay? Okay. She was a NASA astronaut. Her boyfriend broke up with her. And right. I don't know the exact details of the story, but apparently he broke up with her maybe while she was in space. I don't know. Something something along those oh, lines. So she drove from uh what was it? Uh Cape Canaveral, Florida? Yeah, it's only like the Texas or something. Like or maybe it was called, she drove a long way and she used her astronaut training and had her like gear on where she could, didn't have to stop to go to the bathroom. Is like, it Cape? She was dedicated to get this chick. Yeah. Is it Cape Kennedy that's in Florida? No, Cape Canaveral is the one in Florida. Okay. So I think she went from Cape Kim Kennedy in Houston or Texas and drove all the way to San Diego, um, which is like, you know, 20, 20 hour yeah. drive probably. And she wore an adult diaper so she could just, go and not have to stop because Look. she wanted to catch her boyfriend with whoever he was cheating on her with. And yeah, she, uh, I think beat up the girl or something and went to jail. It was crazy. See, that's the kind of vengeance that makes me proud of being from the South. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what we do. Also, I've been saying it for years. Like if we all just wore adult diapers, we would all be much more productive. Probably. Like, why are we just not wearing adult? diapers? Well, I'm sure Amazon workers do that at this point. <laughs> well, they have to, <laughs> they don't have any other choice. 
<laughs> no how, did we get, here. How, how did we get on adult diapers like how did we get there that like, is the magic that you get when you have me in, in your project. yeah man don't question it dude let's talk about adult diapers what's your favorite brand i'm a depends guy uh i don't know i just i, I just need to go on. back to the original question um yeah i've got like five or six games i'm doing two hour blocks with the games okay what games are you yes. playing um i am working on mass effect andromeda that's the first block because that's going to be one of the projects for jester's court um i want to know you haven't played that yet have you actually played it played it you're talking to me yeah oh no i've played it many times okay i am a huge mass effect fan uh i played the first three games twice through the second one is one of my favorite games of all time i 100 percented that game one of the only games i've ever 100 percented uh and then i played andromeda i think i got maybe five or six hours into it and i just stopped like it just wasn't capturing my attention like the original mass effect games did there's a lot of you kind of have to work through the pain because there's a lot of flaws in it and, it, and it's all freaking ea rushing into the they had like a whole thing they were doing and when it wasn't working out ea is like okay we're releasing next week so i think anyway. it just i think I, the the characters weren't as compelling as the first three it's kind of it's kind of like watching a um what's the word i'm looking for like a spin-off uh, the first series? episode like a <laughs> like you know the first ep- the first i'm blanking on the word i want to use um when you introduce the characters so like you had the first spider-man movie and you've got to go through his old backstory yeah. origin origin like there we origin, go yeah. that's the word i'm looking for i'm so the idea was andromeda was going to be at least another trilogy so you have all this stuff you're talking about you know the characters in the world you're introducing all this stuff, so it gets a little boring in the first one, and it's supposed to introduce you to other things, and then it didn't happen. Yeah, because the, the the best part of of the Mass Effect universe is all the different planets you can go to, all the different you know species that you come across, the the you know the friends you make, the that's, people you and lose. That's where they screwed up was the species because it's it's the same guys. Yeah, there was no new new species to come across. Like I I I figured because you know the technology had gotten so much further since the first games that we would be able to have sort of like a, uh, like what they're doing with um, uh, no man's sky at this point. It's funny. You mentioned that. Cause if you look into it, that's what they were trying to do. Yeah. That's it, what I was expecting. That's what they were trying to do. That's what Bioware wanted to do. And it ended up being an EA thing where they're like, Oh, that's too expensive. It's taking too long. Uh, EA, you suck. <laughs> yeah, EA is kind of the worst company, isn't it? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we could. How, how much time do we got? We we can do that one forever. <laughs> we have a solid forty minutes for you, Mike. I mean, they just because of loot boxes alone, they ruined gaming for about eight years. One hundred percent. No kidding. Like the the first time I played um, Battlefront Two on Xbox, loved it. One of my favorite Xbox games. I yeah, played over too. and over and over and over again. I was so excited when they introduced the, you know a whole new Battlefront onto the new consoles, and I'm like, what did you do? Yeah. I, I, what? What? No. No campaign at all. Uh, all you have to do is go in and buy all the stuff, and all of a sudden you're right. You're that because I bought a PS4 because it was the Battlefront com- uh, combo. It was the actual battle. It came with the P like on the PS4. Right, it was bundled in. Yeah, it was bundled, and I got it and I played it. I was like, "Where's my campaign? Like, where's?" Like, I don't want to just play online. Like, I want to have an actual campaign to go right. through. Because that, that's that's what I like doing. I, I don't like playing. I'll play, you know, hot seat against someone I know. But PvP uh, over the internet, like, I'm cannon fodder. I, I'm not. That, Same. That's no appeal to me at all. <laughs> I don't I'm have the. I'm the guy the, who's sitting into, like, you know, fake them out while you go do the actual mission. Yeah, I don't have the, the Twitch, uh, you know, the, the Twitch reflexes needed to to play, like, online shooters and stuff like that. I just don't. No, I'm an RPG player. I, I, actually, you were talking about Andromeda. That was the thing that, that the biggest thing that I d- don't like about Andromeda is it, it stopped that ability to pause the screen and look around and assign different attacks. Yes, yes, yes. Like, I love the way I, they had perfected it by the time because by the, the BioWare team that made Mass Effect, the reason I got into Mass Effect is because I was such a huge KOTOR fan, the original yes. Knights of the Old Republic games for, you know, the original Xbox. One and two, Randy Couture. And then I saw when Mass Effect came out. I actually rented it at first, and I was like, "This looks like," because I looked, I was like, "Bioware. These are the guys that made uh, Couture." And I had never heard of Mass Effect 
uh, at that point. So I just rented it from uh, Blockbuster and immediately was like, this is like playing KOTOR. Like this is, you know, like uh, I loved it from the moment I started playing it and became a fan up until three. And even though three, I feel got shit on unjustly because it didn't meet people's expectations, but it totally, I mean, it met mine. Um, you know, the legendary kind of fixed all the issues I had with three because the, the biggest complaint I had about three was that it, it again to our point about not wanting to play multiplayer, like it, it emphasized that so much to get yeah. And the legendary was like, no, 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 don't worry about it, no, 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 BBB. Yeah, but I mean, it was a nice wrapped up story. I love the way it ended. It, it kind of left that open door where it's like it kind of leaves it up to you and what you think happened. I, I address some of this with the Star Wars stuff, you know, tomorrow and and throughout the, the new the new YouTube video. Um, people get mad when the ending's not bad. It's just not the way they wanted it to go. Like, in my mind, I've been thinking of it. And, you know, they're not necessarily obligated to fulfill what you've been thinking about for 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what do you feel about um, KOTOR being remastered for the PS5? I love this. I even told you, I was like, like you should have me do that episode in Beer Cave, and you're like... <laughs> Oh, we already did that. Well, no, we haven't done it actually like two, maybe three weeks ago. Regan Bell or Reagan Bell from uh, Fantastic People Pod because he knows he's a big Star Wars fan, too. And uh, he was like, hey, have you guys ever done KOTOR? I was like, well, I've been meaning to, but I planned on doing it this November. Uh, uh, just to, I was going to do KOTOR one and two. Because I got them in my Steam library. They've been there for two years, and I still haven't finished them. <laughs> and uh, he was like, well, if you want me to come on, I'd love to talk KOTOR with you. I was like, yeah, that'd be great. Let's let's uh, let's book it. We booked it for November. And then like a week later, you were like, hey, if you ever want to do KOTOR, I'm like, damn it. You're like a week too hey, late, I, man. <laughs> quick fix. Quick, quick fix here. You should just do a roundtable. That's not a bad idea, actually. We could do that. I'm the ideas man right? of every podcast. <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic are one of the games that brought me back to gaming as an adult. I, it will always hold a special place in my heart. Like, because I grew up, you know, you, with Nintendo, Super Nintendo. And by the time I graduated high school, I wasn't really playing a lot. Like, I didn't own it. I, it took me forever to own an original Xbox. Knights of the Old Republic were one of the games that just brought me back in, where it was like, you like this go back yeah well it was the game that actually uh got me into playing like you know big rpgs on the consoles because i was never a big rpg guy i like action rpgs before that like legend of zelda and things like that but you know kotor was so deep and had such a rich story and you know the the progression through the game and the character progression where you could go to the light side or dark side like I had never really experienced anything like that before on the console. So that's what brought me into, you know, the, the RPG uh, genre really was that game. Welcome. We have cookies. Yeah. And a jacket because <laughs> none of us are in shape. What about you, Jacob? Did you ever play the KOTOR games? No, that, uh, that predates me, sadly. Never played it. Um, I highly, highly recommend still playing them, even though the graphics might not be you know, is holds up well. I mean, that's honestly why they're doing a remake. But the story yeah. in those games is there's a reason yeah. why that's still considered canon. Those games are the the mechanics of it. I mean, they, they're they're considered to be one of the the, the grandfather of the modern RPG. Like, it, it, yeah, it's definitely worth it. The, and they're yeah, super I mean, cheap on Steam. I would love to play it. I, I don't think I have anything that uh, it's playable on because I don't. I don't. Uh, PC game or anything like that. Um, you might be. Well, I, I was gonna PC, say um, the. I'll, I can tell you from from experience that the, the discs, the Xbox discs, still work on Xbox One. So if you get like oh. the original disc and put play, it into the Xbox One, you can play it. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, and they're okay. not that expensive. I mean, they're you know they were uh, not rare by any stretch of the imagination. I mean those those games were huge. Yeah, I should go to a retro game store and see if I can find it then. Um, pivoting, uh, I don't know if you're into this, Mike, but uh, have you guys seen the trailer for the new Matrix? I have, and I cannot wait. I am so excited. 
What are your thoughts, Jason? I'm not even going to speculate. Me and Derek did a little speculating the other night, but I still, I just want to go in with, with, because I, I like the, the original trilogy. The first movie's perfect, a perfect sci-fi film. Second one is just two and a half hours of exposition dump. And then (laughs) the third one is, I I love, I love the third one. I I still like it. It's a cool movie. I'm, I'm curious why they're making the fourth one still. Yes. I'm curious why they thought this was a good idea. That's you my takeaway. And, and going into it, you know, it could be beautiful and awesome, or it could be disastrous, and it's kind yeah. of up to them to which one are they going to do. Well, according yeah. to, because people are wondering why Morpheus is different in this one, and he, the guy that's playing he's him has different. confirmed that he's playing Morpheus. Yeah. It's not yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Apparently, the they're considering everything, even the uh, the Matrix Online game that was. Uh, I don't even. I don't even know if it's still going on. But apparently, you know, Morpheus died in that and the online game, and they're still considering that canon for the entire Matrix series. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, I mean, with him being younger. Like they cast a younger actor because Lawrence Fishburne, I assume, refused to come back. Well, uh, Lawrence Fishburne is like you know twenty. He was already kind of old. When that movie yeah, came out. How old is Lawrence Fishburne? You may not need him on wires and stuff doing stunts. You know, and, yeah, I guess so. But yeah. I mean, I feel like it's 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 Keanu, happening in the past. Man. Keanu Reeves is a vampire who feasts yeah. on the blood of young goats. <laughs> It I think this, him and Paul Rudd, him and Paul Rudd, they'll never yeah. age. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like with with young Morpheus, this movie is probably taking place before the first film. That would be what I would think. That's what I said, but I don't know. I mean, this could be maybe they maybe Neo lived after the end of the third movie, and they plugged well, him a back play in on that word because because you know the chosen one keeps coming back. Yeah, yeah. So. But that actually feeds into both theories. It could be after the movie or it could be before it because he just keeps coming back. So Yeah. Yeah. And I know that you kept blanking on the actor's name the other night on Nerd Cave Retro. That's going to be Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. Yeah, I'm not going to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Get used to it, dude. He's a I'm great just, actor. I'm just going to call him Bill. Uh, old have Bill you, play. <laughs> have you seen um, the new Watchmen series yet? No, I, I have not. Okay, watch that series. You'll remember his name. Okay. Promise. Yeah, I'm not that big of a Watchmen fan. I just, you will I, be. I read you the comic. I watched the movie. I enjoyed the movie. I thought uh, Zack Snyder did a great job with the movie. Yeah. I mean, it's basically, you know, frame by frame, exactly like the comics. What did you think about it, uh, Mike? I haven't seen it. You um, still haven't I, seen it? Hmm. No, because I have this bad rare. Habit, like loading up my... <laughs> queue of things I want to check out and then I just rewatch something I've already seen 900 times. But did you watch did you actually did you read the uh, the original comic? I was not a big fan of the original comics. No. I I I saw the, the, the my experience with Watchmen is the movie that came out 10 years ago. See, and people act like that comic is like some kind of sacred cow. Like you can't talk bad about it, but I'll be honest, I read it and it was just sort of a one-note thing for me. You know, I read it when I was younger. I was really into comics, and it didn't hit me like it did most people. Like, I wasn't offended when, you know, the movie came out or, you know, this new series. People were just, like, crapping all over it. Like, it was okay. It was a good comic, but it wasn't, like, you know, the comic Bible that people think it is. Even if it was, it's, you know, comics reinvent themselves. So why not take a different take on things? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think different takes are okay, but I have to disagree about that though like i mean the watchman comic's so great we literally studied it in our literature class like <laughs> if you write a graphic novel that's good enough to be studied in a literature class that's a great graphic novel yeah i, I, I think mean if i you're read gonna... all the pretty horses in a literature class i wouldn't say it was <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i read where the red fern grows and i don't know about you guys <laughs> i wasn't digging those dead dogs <laughs> I think if you're going to study a, a, a comic book in literature class, it should probably be The Dark Knight Returns. I'm sorry, but that's that. those comics are the greatest uh, graphic novel of all time, is The, yeah. the Dark Knight Returns. I, I actually had have a contemplative class where we did Ghost World, and that, we did read that. 
Oh, nice. I, it, also, the Sandman series. If you guys never read any of the Sandman comics. Love the Sandman. I, oh yeah, God, yeah, I'm yeah. so excited for that new series coming out. Huge I, I, John Constantine fan right here. Love it. Man, love it. Everything connected to it. Um, yeah, Dark Knight Returns is great. I actually had a, there was a professor at my junior college who assigned that uh, as required reading. But, um, I, I love that man. <laughs> Already. Yeah, no, he's great. Uh, shout out, shout out to Dr. Mooney at uh, Mississippi Gold Coast Community College, who makes his students read that. But no, the Watchmen series, it's literally a direct sequel to the comics. And they, they went to Alan Moore with the script. It's like, hey, can you approve all of this? He's like, yeah, this looks great. And it's one of the best series, limited series to ever be on television. Dude. It's so good. Wow. HBO's been doing a lot of cool content. I've got to catch up on a lot of their shit shows yeah it's definitely worth it man definitely worth it um yeah that's all i have to say about that (laughs) (laughs) i really like the uh the uh animated uh movies they did part one and two of the dark knight returns with uh peter weller as the voice of batman i think peter weller makes a great batman voice yeah he does for sure dude fucking robocop yeah, he's RoboCop, man. What's your favorite Robo- RoboCop movie? And why is it one? three? No, <laughs> it's three, one. dude. Yeah. No, dude, it's RoboCop three, bro. <laughs> three. Just because it was the only one that you were alive to watch does not mean it's no, one. no, dude. And RoboCop three is the, the one where he's like laying in the street and his his suit's real hot, and all the people try to pick him up. He's like, oh, he's hot. Get a blanket. They put a blanket under him, and all the people pick him up, and they're like, we love RoboCop. And that's why it's the best one. That's <laughs> awful. That makes me want to vomit. Just you cheap tropes. That that makes it the best. <laughs> I, it wasn't even Peter Weller in that one anymore. I don't. I don't remember who was RoboCop in that movie. Well, that's <laughs> always a sign of a quality flick when the main character gets recast. Yeah. Did you know <laughs> yeah. they made a RoboCop TV series? No. Yes. Let me look up. See who was in this. Uh, you know what? How about I do it? That is. There's nothing more American than that, though. A movie that's talking about the industrialization and corporate evilness and they're like let's make a kids cartoon yeah uh, Robo- it, it Robo-Cop, was a actually ooh, dude they have it on blu-ray right now it was a tv <laughs> series in 1994 2888 the entire series on blu-ray uh, who played Alex richard Murphy? eden yeah richard eden yeah, we don't know who I that is. Name. So apparently he didn't uh, strike, a, strike a chord with anyone. Uh, Robert John Burke played him in RoboCop 3. No idea who that is. It's the, it's the director's nephew. I'm pretty sure this series is awful. And what were we thinking? <laughs> we made a RoboCop animated series as well. What was our obsession with taking uh, hardcore, violent, R-rated movies and trying to make them into cartoons? For us back in the 80s, Mike, do you have a, a theory on that? I don't know, but you know, what we called kids' movies also is a little sketchy by today. You know, you know, we're, we're all talking about Ghostbusters because it's coming out. And you watch it as an adult, and I, I like look at my mom like, you let me watch this when I was 10. That guy's getting a blowjob from a ghost right now. <laughs> Dude, Gremlins is still one of the most frightening movies ever made. Oh, I still can't watch it. Horrifying. Wally makes fun of me, but dude, my aunt, who is uh, ten, she's ba- she's ten years older than me, um, and we kind of grew up like brother and sister because we lived next door. And she used to take me to movies all the time when I was a kid. Like she took me to see like uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Five when I uh, when I was like you know eight, <laughs> and she took me to see Gremlins in the theater. And I still have vivid memories of this uh, going to see it at the theater, and I was horrified. As a seven-year-old, I had to sleep with the lights on until I was 13 years old because of that damn movie. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, um, Zach Galligan stole my, my candy bars at OffenseCon last year, <laughs> and I pretty much hate them now, so. <laughs> hey, official podcast stance, fuck Zach Galligan. How about yes. that? Official podcast stance. He's never welcome on open mics. How about that? <laughs> oh, and uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Dude, that's a scary movie when you're a kid. That was yeah, the first PG-13, not the first one that came out, but the PG-13 rating was created for yeah. that movie. That oh, and Steven Spielberg is single-handedly responsible for the PG-13 rating. 
because he was making horrifying movies for little kids at the time. I mean, hell, even E.T. scared me as a little kid. I was like five years old when that came out. Have we examined the fact that maybe you're just scared a lot? Maybe. I'm a frightened little kid. (laughs) Well, the thing is, is, there was that part. I I was with you until you said E.T. No, there's the part in E.T. when he's going through the cornfield looking for whatever's out there, and he shines the light in E.T.'s face, and he's all like, that scared the hell out of me. And I lived on a farm as a kid. With with cornfield, caught you off guard as a moment, but I didn't have nightmares for weeks from it, dude. If I no, saw that scary in real life was... in the cornfield, I would just kill myself <laughs> as soon as I got home. I'd be like, I'm done. Life is over for me. No, dude. The scariest part of ET was when they're all coming to like abduct ET and all those suits and everything. Yeah, but you look at it at you look at it as an adult. You look go back and look at that movie as an adult. They're not there to hurt him. They're actually there to help. But you're looking at the care. movie. Through the eyes of a child. That's yeah. why when you're a kid, those guys seem scary. And when you're yeah. older, you're just like, they're just, they're trying to help. Like that one. Nah. The, uh, I, I don't trust the government like that. They, they wanted no, to help either. themselves. Well, no, the one guy is there yeah. to help. Like, what's his nah, name? he wanted to dissect them, dude. He wanted to dissect E.T. No, he just wanted to, uh, he wanted to help E.T. Because he, he was obsessed with uh, life from other planets. And he wanted to be E.T.'s friend. He was, he was actually upset that. He was. He did not become ET's friend. Elliot did. I haven't really? seen seen ET in a minute. I guess. <laughs> Me either. But apparently, yeah. ET only likes little kids. That that that, that adds a whole new. <laughs> to the movie. Yeah, dude. Me too. Go back um, and watch it with adult <laughs> eyes. You'll see it completely differently. I have to find the original version before they CGI'd out all the guns that the walkie talkies are. Right no, they reversed that. Did they, they were, reverse it? Good, yeah, I good, think good. you reversed it. Because, uh, you know, I think he was just hanging out with George Lucas too much at the time. And he yeah. did that. And then he was like, what the hell am I doing? And, he, and then he reversed it. Yeah, that's cool, man. Um, Mike, how did you did you get into streaming uh, just for Extra Life? Or did you did you get into streaming uh, another way and then just kind of moved into Extra Extra, no, life, extra life introduced me to the whole thing. I I had already reached that level of old guidance because I was in my 30s at the time. I didn't even know streaming was a thing. I signed up for Extra Life because I, I was playing Star Wars The Old Republic and a guy in my guild was doing Extra Life. And um, he got me involved in it. And I signed up for it. And the first year I did it, I live tweeted as I was playing. And just interacting with the community. I'm like, oh my God, there's this thing called Twitch and you can, you can stream stuff. And then it took yeah. me three years to get a computer that would actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> and and so why did you decide that you want to um start a youtube show i literally and this is going to sound like the cheesiest tropey answer on the planet i was watching the new star wars movies with my daughter and that's where the idea came from literally just yeah she was loving just, it she loved ray yeah they sucked and, so bad you're just like Dude. I gotta make a whole show about this. <laughs> okay, Jacob's not allowed on the show. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, dude. I have great ideas. Okay, I I'm an asset to any show. I I don't like the new Star Wars movies. I liked the episode. I liked episode nine. Episode seven was a remake of A New Hope, and episode eight, I nearly walked out of the theater for. That's that's my opinion. Dude. Dude. He can watch the he can watch the when it goes up on YouTube the recorded but he's not allowed in the live. <laughs> go look. Come at, on, man. Go look Jay, at you're Zach Galligan, Okay. <laughs> go look at eight again with with uh, a writer's put, set of eyes. Writers that were from a child's eyes because that's what inspired this whole thing was watching like because I was with you, Jacob. I was like, they all suck. They're horrible. I hate this. And I I, I reexamined it because. I'm an old man and I have a kid, and my kid is like, you know, the same yeah. response I had watching the first Star Wars. Well, if I have to look at it like I'm a child in order to like it, then it's a horrible movie. <laughs> I mean, you're about 14 anyway, right? So <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm figuring myself out. I'm just old enough to hate it. I, I am a writer though, so I look I I look at every movie through a writer's eyes. And uh didn't dig it, man. Just didn't dig it. That's I okay. think I think J.J. Abrams saved a lot of things. If you watch it, you know, I I embrace the flaws. The reason that the podcast is called Jester's Court is because we're talking about both. I'm not blindly going in going, this is a perfect film, and you guys are all meanie heads. No, it's flawed, and I talk about the flaws. Look, I I actually felt 
the way that you two feel about episode eight, about episode nine. Everyone was crapping on episode nine. I actually really enjoyed that movie. My only problem with episode nine, there's one line. This blade has done great evil. As she's using the Youngling Slayer 3000 as her lightsaber. <laughs> but that little dagger has done great evil. Well, here's my problem with, with part nine. They should have split that. It was too much in one movie. They should have split it into two parts. It, that's the only thing that my only problem with that movie is it just felt like they were they had to wrap everything up way too quickly and they didn't have enough time to do it. Well, that's everything when you're when you're trying to end a series that's been going on, you know, however many years. I'm not going to do the forty something years, something like that. Star Wars came out seventy three, seventy seven. Yeah, seventy seven. I'm not good at math, dude. Three days um, before I was born. Okay, so that's so what. 40, uh, 44 60, years, 65 years, <laughs> 44. Um, yeah. <laughs> 82. So when you're trying to, when you're trying to wrap up something that's been going on for 44 years, it's not a hard day. It just end it. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's hard to just end like a long running sitcom, let alone people a movie. are just cranky pants. And that's, that's another point of my, my podcast, cranky that's pants true. people, because, oh my God, the emperor came back, you know, and these are the same people we're talking about the expanded universes gold and you should never gotten rid of it. It's like, you read the expanding universe? The Emperor comes back like 20 times. Yeah. yeah. It's every other book series. It's yeah. Emperor. That's the whole you know, Dark Empire series. Like Everything that happened in the expanded universe is because the Emperor keeps coming back. Like, it's not unprecedented in the in the Star Wars lexicon. And to be the same guy saying the AU is what is what we should have gone with and then also say it's something they brought the Emperor back is like you clearly have not read the books in which you <laughs> Well and not only but like I say, would you have been disappointed if they would have said, Okay, we're taking part nine and splitting it into two parts? Like No, oh, I'm always a more is more guy. Like, oh gosh, more. you're gonna tell me more story and give me two Star Wars movies? I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I'm on. the guy who has the extended Lord of the Rings cuts, like like the longest versions possible. Like, can, yeah. I, can I watch the one movie for four hours, please? Yes, yes, yes. What's sure. uh, what's the last movie you guys saw in theaters that you just really wanted to walk out of? There's only been one that I literally wanted to leave, and that was um, Mod Squad. No, that's a long day. time ago. Homer Epps. I, I yeah. It was, but that's the only movie I remember watching in like 20 minutes in. I'm like, let's just go. I yeah. have multiples that I've almost gotten left for if there, I didn't pay for that ticket. There was a movie back in the 90s, uh, one of the few movies, uh, one of the only movies I ever walked out on was a movie called Clockers. And it was, Never it, even heard of it. It was a Harvey Keitel movie. Is that the uh, one with the, the kids in the juvenile hall that got like all messed with? Or is nah, that... That's Breakfast Club, dude. <laughs> no, it, it has something to do. It was... Harvey Keitel was a cop trying to do something in the city, and there's like a, this kid who loves trains, but he's he's called a clocker. And he's like obsessed <laughs> he with trains, trains, and he's a clocker for the neighborhood uh, drug dealers. <laughs> I feel like we can't use the word clocker to describe those people anymore. <laughs> well, because what he's supposed to do is like he works as a clocker, where he goes he he, make, he keeps an eye out for the cops. For like drug dealers. Oh, is that what clocker is? Because you keep saying clocker like it's a term that I like. like I don't know. What yeah, that's what a clocker is. He's a clocker, man. He's a clocker. It's yeah, one of the most boring clocks. movies I've ever, and and it's much like my description of it. It's very I was saying, boring. It sounds fascinating by your description. And I I yeah. got like an hour into it, and I was like, you know what? I'm I'm leaving. This is boring. So I yeah, walked out. The last movie I seriously contemplated walking out of was Aquaman. Aquaman is such see, a horrible movie. I did not even bother paying to see. Any of the DC ones, I'll wait and see them for free when they're on a, a streaming service. Yeah. yeah. Absolute right move. I, I was seriously like, because Aquaman, such a long movie, nothing happens. Nothing happens in Aquaman. It's just, <laughs> it's not surprising at all. Much like it's the a Justice funny League. funny because I love Jason Momoa, but um, yeah, he can't he, act he can't though, can he? Aquaman cool. He can't act either though. I mean, Jason Momoa plays Jason Momoa in every. Thing. Exactly. Fair. Because, <laughs> you know, that's my critique of Tom Cruise all the time, too. Is like, Tom Cruise is a great actor. It's like, no, Tom Cruise was a great actor when he was yeah. playing Tom Cruise when he was 20. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Jason Momoa cocky, is just himself. cocky young kid. Gotcha. Jason Momoa, big, strong guy beating stuff up. You're amazing. Well, the yeah, greatest right. meme on the internet right now is, is a picture of Jason Momoa. It says, I'm Jason. And then there's another picture down below where he's like, uh, got his hands on a lawnmower and it says, and this is Momoa. 
That should make me laugh. Yeah, so um, if you would like to become the new host of Open Micers, what you can do is you can email openmicerspodcast at gmail.com. Currently taking applications for it. Yeah. Um, before the last movie I actually did walk out of was 2014 Godzilla remake. That movie was also garbage. See, I feel like you're, you just have bad instincts of what you pay to go see because I also did not pay money to go see that movie. Well, I mean, whenever I see a movie, it's on a whim. So we're just like, all right, we'll go to the movies. All right, what's playing? Godzilla? Cool. Like, that's just how it goes. And. Yeah, don't watch. That yeah, movie. I was just disappointed that in that movie because I was expecting, you know, like the the commercials made it seem like Brian Cranston was going to be through the whole movie, and he gets yeah, he taken died, out like dude. like ten minutes into the movie. I'm like, damn, we still got like yeah. two and a half hours left, and he's gone. <laughs> like, what the hell? I don't like that. Yeah, I don't I like being lied even... to. <laughs> no, what is a good movie though? Surprisingly, is Godzilla versus Kong the remake. That is a good movie. I mean, when you talk about like action guy guy beat film, yeah, a big lizard beating up a big ape, you can't go wrong there. Yeah, and it had dude Mecha Godzilla take my money and my virginity. Come on! And it was a big scene took place in Pensacola, Florida, where uh, Mike's right. from, and uh, I've never seen anything remotely uh, like that in Pensacola. Oh yeah, so they, they used the name Pensacola, Florida, but that was definitely not Pensacola. Yeah. Now that was Taiwan, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's we not that it. tropical in uh, Pensacola, Florida, but uh, we're coming up yeah, on I the end. One method, that one, so it, definitely not, not a one. Well, we're coming up on the end of the episode, Mike. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. It's great talking to you. And uh, tell everybody where they can find all your stuff on the interwebs. Okay, so the purpose of this one was BRES, so BRESCoffeeCo.com. Definitely check it out. Awesome coffee. I'm about to have to refill my cup. Mm-hmm. And then for the, you know, semi-awkward kind of weird streaming guy, Jester8082 on Twitch. Um, also, that's my YouTube handle, so at Jester8082. And brand new, birth three days ago, is the patron for the Jester's Court, which is um, just patron user the Jester's Court. Um, definitely should come check them all out. And tomorrow, definitely check out the Twitch page because we're going to be doing 12 hours, 10 hours of extra life, hour, hour and a half of Jester's Court. Definitely do all that. All day tomorrow. And definitely use the code OM Podcast for 10% off of your order when you go to brezcoffeeco.com. Hey, BRES Coffee now with cheaper shipping because we heard people's yes. strife. You guys got good shipping rates at this point. So everybody go use your use our code OM Podcast at brezcoffeeco.com. Get your, your 10% off and go get some uh, get you some good coffee. And when I say good, like I'm not kidding. It's really good coffee. It's great it coffee. Great coffee. I'm not just blowing smoke because I love coffee, and th- this is my favorite coffee. So and fresh, you, you buy this up at the grocery store like a month old, at least, at least. You buy our coffee. I literally roast it right over there. Yeah. Like if I pan my camera, you could see my roaster. It'll be roasted within two, three days before you get it in the mail. Yeah, and if you got your own coffee grinder, you can get it whole bean too. Yes. So I've got my own coffee grinder, so I like to get a whole bean. It's so yeah. good. So good. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Mike, I will talk to you in, in the next week or so about doing that KOTOR roundtable because that sounds wonderful to do for the Nerd Cave Retro Show. Yes. Yeah, you're welcome, dude. Thank you, Jacob. Yes, thank you, Jacob, because I was super excited. I was like, I know these guys are doing these podcasts. They're talking about Coder. Let's do it. <laughs> and Jacob, so sad when he's like, it's already been If you can play the games before November, maybe you can join us. Uh, get, get me on another. I'd love to do a roundtable with you guys, but I, I can't just play the game and then expect to know everything about that. Yeah, because both of those games together will, would take you till probably November to play because they're, yeah, they're pretty not- lengthy. <laughs> Not yeah, a especially if you're a happening. completionist and you want to do like all the side stuff. Yeah, yeah. those games are I definitely good. Am. So if you never played them, uh, go pick up Kotor and Kotor Two uh, at your local retro game shop or on Steam. Those are very good. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. What do you say, Jacob? Sounds good to me, man. All right. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at openmikerspodcast at gmail.com. We are on Twitter and Instagram at openmikers and openmikerspodcast.com 
on Facebook. And if you like what you heard, go throw us a couple of bucks at openmikers.com. Takes you straight to our Patreon, and that keeps the lights on here at the show. And thank you to Mike for joining us, and we will see you guys next week.